0: is a choice this is battleground America here's Tara Servatius. as it turns out we kicked their ass wait what yeah the red way it was massive but wait a minute you heard on TV there wasn't a massive red wave that we had failed nope not true we outvoted them by a staggering six million votes well wait a minute though the people on the tv said there was no red wave well there was but there's a catch but first some data from the cook report and these numbers are truly encouraging i'll tell you why in just a minute but first republicans got a staggering republican candidates for the house of representatives got a staggering 50 million votes that's a full 6 million more than Democrat candidates got. There's your wave right there. That's according to the Cook Political Report. If you want to read more about this, it's in a Breitbart article called Republicans have won 6 million more votes than Democrats in House races, but gained relatively few seats. Why did we gain relatively few seats? This all makes so much sense. Karl Rove actually explained this the other day on Fox News and a light bulb went off over my head. He said the battle Over redistricting, like, you know, because the legislatures draw the congressional districts in their states, right? That's what happens in your state. Um, And then immediately, 100% of the time, there's a massive court fight, lawsuits, lawyers, um, and it's very contentious. And he said that has resulted in a situation that is more extreme than we've ever seen it before. There are almost no purple congressional districts because the legislatures don't leave that to chance. They draw them to elect Democrats or to elect Republicans almost exclusively. And that's what happened here, according to the Cook Political Report. And so what happened was, you had 6 million more people vote for Republicans than Democrats, but a lot of it was redundant. Might be more people showing up to vote in a Democrat district, or more people, extra Republicans, showing up in a Republican district. Um, But yes, we absolutely swamped them. But what Rove said was this. What this means is that the GOP isn't going to be able to really, going forward, win big margins. They'll only be able to win narrow margins around the edges. But the same is true for the Democrats. In their wave years, they'll only be able to get relatively small majorities in the House, which is what we have right now. That's good. Overall, that's a check on government, cause We don't want a situation with large Democrat majorities because they will destroy uh, the country. They absolutely will. But here's what the good news is about this. OK, for a long time, there have just been more of them than there are of us. There are more registered Democrats than there are Republicans, more of them physically. The only reason we don't get absolutely hammered by them in elections is because they're all so lazy. They register to vote, but they don't come out as reliably as we do. For 6 million more Americans to cast votes for Republicans in congressional districts than Democrats is a reversal of that. It shows all the shifts the post pollsters detected. They weren't wrong. The problem was what changed their polls didn't accommodate for is how the districts are drawn now. You just can't make big gains. So what that means is this was a big deal. So is the other thing I have to tell you today. So is the other thing I have to tell you today. This is staggering. So you know how last week we talked about the Intercept article and we learned to our horror that the federal government, Department of Homeland Security, FBI, Treasury Department, Biden administration um, has been actively censoring you through their little wormholes that they have into social media, into Facebook, taking down posts, anything that makes the government look bad, makes Joe Biden look bad, uh, talks about Hunter Biden's crimes talks about election theft yeah well there's another breaking investigation the news broke this morning by the foundation for freedom online it's staggering they too got leaked government documents and the picture it's painting folks is nothing less than orwellian it's absolutely terrifying let me tell you the story of the level of control that they have this is going to make you question everything you think you know about the 2020 election the foundation for freedom online starts off with this here is a highly disturbing fact that is not widely known to the american public the same department of homeland security cyber agency in charge of securing elections is also in charge of censoring elections what now let's go back to this because this part i've already told you but i'm going to remind you Back in 2018, we had that Russian hacking story. Allegedly, Russians uh, had hacked a pipeline, hacked some businesses. So Donald Trump was in office then, and Congress passed, and he signed a bill to create this agency called CISA, C-I-S-A. All they were supposed to do is keep foreigners from hacking our critical infrastructure. But they didn't want to do that. They got bored with it really quickly and decided they'd turn to censoring you instead. But according to the new documents that have leaked, more specifically, censoring any questioning of election results. Now, wait a minute. How would they know way before the 2020 election that they would need to censor specifically in their words anything anybody was writing online about red mirage, blue shift that's right for months before the 2020 election they built an entire ai system artificial intelligence system to censor tweets uh, posts about a red mirage where it would look like trump won but then a blue shift where in fact biden would win somehow they knew months before the election that this would not only happen but for the good of the country any conversation about It would have to be censored. This absolutely gives me chills. Let me go back to the beginning now that I've got you hooked. The Foundation for Freedom Online, and if you want to read this, it's in a very long series of tweets on my Twitter feed. You can go find it, at Tara Servatius. So Trump starts CISA and then the people at CISA turn around and rebel and begin planning to censor any questioning of the election results. Absolutely not what they were mandated to do By Congress. Here's what the Foundation for Freedom Online writes CISA has kept a very low profile by appearing to the outside world as just a boring cybersecurity bureau of the federal government, a place where even professional hackers are tasked with humdrum IT maintenance jobs, they write. But in the summer of 2020, CISA pulled off a trick. By classifying election misinformation as a threat to election security, its police powers extended from the tech side of elections to anyone simply talking about elections. But, they write, CISA had a problem. It's called the First Amendment. The U.S. government is not allowed to sandblast millions of voters off the civilian internet because of their speech about and questioning of elections. CISA needed a private sector partner to do the dirty work, and that's where a company called EIP, the Election Integrity Project, stepped in. Now, you've heard about them before because The Intercept got a lot of this in that leak of documents. This group has even more. Somebody's dumping this stuff from inside the federal government. Okay. And you can see all the documents. What I love, they have posted it. So this CISA agency... Uh, lacked the funding and illegal authorization to do grand scale censorship and get away with it. So CISA partnered with the EIP, the Election Integrity Project, staffed uh, by groups affiliated with the Democrat Party, who filled the gap of the things the government could not do themselves. Keep in mind, all this is, the whole system is built in the summer of 2020 for the specific purpose in government documents of censoring, squelching, and eliminating any talk of how very strange it is that Trump's ahead uh, in a you know red mirage, but then Biden wins. OK, so EIP, the Election Integrity Project, uh, bills itself as a disinformation research collective. But what they're doing is manually flagging post throttling narratives. And pressuring tech platforms at every level, from Google to Facebook to Instagram to Twitter, uh, to take down anything. That's active censorship. And CISA, your federal government wasn't just partnering with a few zealous individuals. The scale here, they write, is institutional. Institutional. And they've got all the back and forth with the federal government, the CISA, in terms of telling them what to take down, what to control. Okay, for the 2020 election alone, uh, the Election Integrity Project had 120 people staffed with taking down lawful U.S. citizen speech about an in-process election. And so you got to understand what these people did. It wasn't just that they were personally taking down posts. No, 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 no. It was so much worse. They were running an entire A.I., artificial intelligence system designed to stop the flow of any question about how very strange the election looked the scale here is truly terrifying and it's all documented in government documents the election integrity project used this ai that it specifically designed to censor you and i questioning the election Because what it could do, it could map out entire networks of people spreading the narrative and shut the whole network down, literally quash the narrative, the questions people were asking on an industrial scale, shut the whole thing down. They quote, effectively stalk every chain in an election belief to censor the whole belief system at scale. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Now, who was involved? We've got documents showing that. The Department of Homeland Security, oh my God, and the Election Integrity Project. Literally going back and forth in these documents with tech platforms, all coordinating the systemic censorship of U.S. citizen speech in the heat of an election. And somehow knowing in advance, then it would look really weird with Trump ahead in the five swing states on election night. Uh, And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, the boards of election shut down simultaneously, almost across those five swing states in big blue centers. And then when they open back up, wow, look, Joe Biden's ahead. Folks, it sends chills down my spine when they use the word red mirage. In the summer of 2020, how could they know the election wasn't until the fall of 2020? It gets worse. They use as an example in their report, Sharpiegate, where a lot of questions were asked about ballots. And in this, you can see uh, the government people going back and forth with the censors, even admitting, hey, look, looks like Sharpiegate's real. But They continue planning to censor it. So understand, this is not about disinformation, misinformation, or malinformation whatsoever. They even know what they're censoring isn't false. And they carry on anyway, casually talking about it. Folks, they never thought they'd get caught. Again, according to the Foundation for Freedom Online, this whole seamless web of censorship was all planned in the months ahead of the 2020 election. We even have lists of their targets, all of them, 100% were on the right. There are no left-wing targets. This document, listing the targets, is the most chilling of all to me. You know who they included? Donald Trump Jr., Donald Trump himself, Tom Fitton with Judicial Watch, who's done probably more than anybody trying to uncover the truth about the election, Eric Trump, Charlie Kirk. Mark Levin and anything associated with his show, Breitbart, Richard Grinnell. I mean, this, this is absolutely terrifying. Now, listen to this. Look at this column. It lists whether what they were saying. So these are the people they censored, their own words, not mine. Um, And it lists whether what they were writing was true or not. And get this. Next to Donald Trump, tuner, true. Real Donald Trump. True. Others, like uh, what a guy named Kat Turd, he's very popular on the internet, he's a conservative, was saying, uh, listed as false. So, again, this is them, in their own writing, admitting what these people were saying was true. Now, I wish I knew what the specific thing they censored was that was true. That It doesn't say that, folks. I'll just go ahead and say it. Who the hell won the 2020 election? If you didn't doubt before, you should be doubting now. Again, if you'd like to see these documents for uh, yourself, I've got the whole tweet feed up on my Twitter feed. You can click on the documents or get the whole report right there. It's at Tara The topics EIP censored on a day-to-day basis for the government tracked perfectly with their pre-censorship target. They intended to target, in their own words, quote, "red mirage, blue shift" scenario. Right out the gate, its number one censorship top topic was mail-in ballots. What have I told you since the 2020 election? That's how they stole it in the swing state. There was no silly, silly stuff. Uh, thanks Sidney Powell for misdirecting everyone that has ever been proven with the machines I mean we may find that out in the future but we don't have it now but I have told you I've gone state by state and I have even documented the number of illegal mail-in ballots and how they did it and listen to this their number one censorship topic mail-in ballots now what have we gone over ironically a lot in the last week that whole thing where Brett Bear announces on Fox News election night 80% chance Trump wins because he went in Florida and that's a bellwether. You know, what it was was Ron DeSantis had cleaned up the election fraud and they couldn't do it there. Um, 80% chance Trump wins. I go to sleep. I wake up. Uh, five Across five swing states, uh, the boards of election in those big blue centers have shut down almost simultaneously or the state uh, board of election is shut down when they reopen Biden's ahead by hundreds of thousands of votes. Okay, listen to this. Right out the gate, we know this from their own documents, the number one censorship topic of this group was mail-in ballots. Then on election day, they hard pivot to censoring ballot counting on election day. Of course, I will never forget being on Twitter and people from Pakistan and Australia were like, oh my God, oh my God, they're stealing it. They were watching in real time. They were watching the shutdown now, the weird shutdown of the election centers, and then later on we, know, we learn uh, that the Republican poll watchers are ejected, but not the Democrats, and the cardboard goes up. That's what they were censoring. They knew to do it. Oh, my gosh. You want a real chill up your spine? One of the explicit goals of their censorship activities, this is before election night, according to their own formal framework, this is internal documents that have leaked, was to stop people from being mobilized to put up legal challenges. Let me repeat that quote. Stop people from being mobilized to put up legal challenges. This makes sense. This is why uh, they had to take down entire networks. Now, here's the truly terrifying part The Intercept didn't get. How big was this? The Department of Homeland Security censorship machine targeted... Are you ready for that? This is truly amazing. 22 million tweets alone on Twitter. 859 million tweets collected in a database for misinformation analysis. 120 analysts monitoring social media misinformation in up to 20-hour shifts where they use their AI to shut down entire networks that these travel to shut down developing narratives. 15 tech platforms monitored for misinformation in real time. And listen to this. Hundreds of millions of individual Facebook posts, YouTube videos, TikToks, tweets impacted due to the misinformation terms of service policy. That Department of Homeland Security partners openly plotted and bragged tech companies would never have done without the Department of Homeland Security insistence. So this is what it took to cover up their election fraud. Oh, wait, did I say that out loud? And the federal government directed, folks, come on, this is pretty much proof that they stole the election. Why, I mean, come on, if they didn't, why would they bother with a scale like this? You wouldn't have to. You'd just be open about the results and you'd want to share them with whoever asked. I don't have to spell it out for you folks. You and I both know what this means. Look, if you look at what was censored, right, at the direction of the government in the last couple years, I mean, just what we know publicly, forget the secret stuff, right? Think about COVID, right? If you were only allowed to know things over the last two years, say, that were censored by our government at the request of our government, you weren't allowed to know anything else, you would have been the most informed person in this country because everything turned out to be true. It was the truth they were censoring what does that tell you've seen this yourself what does that tell you about them censoring this it was true why else would they bother and how else would they know ahead of time they needed to censor it and folks this was the 2020 election what did they do this time dear god pray for this country and pray for elon musk that he's strong enough to resist all of this. Because, folks, this is why Joe Biden was out in the last 48 hours threatening Elon Musk with the national security investigation to see if he should be allowed to own Twitter, as if Joe Biden somehow is saying that. By the way, why was Joe saying that? Why did he take time out during this time, the midterms, the big news, to threaten Elon Musk personally? I think that Elon Musk's cooperation and or technical relationships with other countries is worthy of being looked at whether or not he is doing anything inappropriate. He said that when asked if the federal government was going to investigate Musk and, and they are. Okay. Why did he say that when he said it? I'm going to tell you what, because before Musk bought the company weeks and weeks ago, the Republican Congress demanded in writing from Twitter, all the information they have on their coordination, the 2020 election, and beyond with the federal government and with the Biden administration, right? Well, they weren't going to get anywhere. But then guess what? Musk bought it. Do you know what the deadline is? 24 hours from now. That's why Joe Biden said that. That is a shot over the bow to Elon Musk. We are going to wreck you. We are going to take Twitter. We are going to wreck all your companies. Do not turn it over. Now, whether it still exists inside Twitter or was you know, destroyed by the folks he fired. I I have no idea. But that uh, is clearly a shot over the bow to Elon Musk. That was a message to him. Don't you dare cooperate with the Republicans. So let me make another prediction. This is just broken this morning. It's going to get more traction as the day wears on and the week wears on. And let me tell you what's going to happen. Not a damn word will be said about this or against it by Kevin McCarthy or Mitch McConnell. Not one damn word by our top two gop leaders They will go blissfully along pretending none of it is happening folks serious question at this level of censorship will we be allowed to have candidates in the next election i mean we'll field them we'll put them out there but look in this election we know that google censored 83 percent of the republican senatorial ads what's to stop them from going the rest of the way in the next election and just simply wiping our candidates out online like they did Donald Trump. Heck, he's only online on social media because he has True Social. What's to stop that? The way I see it, not a damn thing.